0: hey what's up y'all it's Whitley and you're tuned in to another wondering Whitley session today I just came on here to remind you to encourage you to influence you to just do it like Nike just do it and when I say just do it I mean just do it (laughs) put yourself out there apply for the job Go on that date, don't go on that date Get in that relationship, leave that relationship Go for what you think you're not qualified for But just do it Stop thinking about it, stop planning it Just do it And the reason I'm saying this is that um, If you've been listening to me on Anchor or Spotify for a while I've talked about my process of setting goals I also slightly mentioned it in the very first um, episode of this season about New Year's resolutions or how to maintain keeping a new you, something, whatever that episode is called, but I spoke about how I usually set goals from August to August. I do honor a calendar year, like January to January, like my 365-day post-challenge, but Because I'm an educator and that consumes so much of my lived experience every day, Uh, like that's just how my life is structured, I set new goals oftentimes from August to August, like from school years, from the start of a school year to the next start of the school year, like I mark that by a year and so because i do that there are some goals that i'm in the middle of and some i've achieved or some i'm seeing just now come into fruition and one of those goals for me is due to the fact because i have goals career-wise like i love what i do i love teaching to be honest i never really saw myself as a full-time middle school teacher Uh, But here I am. I also teach on the college level. I always always saw myself doing that. I didn't know what happened as soon as it did. So just doing both has been a joy. At the same time, I still don't see myself like I'm not one of those teachers who like, oh, I want to retire in this position. I want to retire in this, you know, in this capacity. I don't want to do that. I have other plans. I like teaching dance on my time. Like I like, I And I like being able to be with different sets of students um, in interim and in small amounts of time. And it, I kind of liken it to being that aunt you can't wait to see or that cousin you can't wait to see on the holidays that you don't get to see all year because they live like in another state or they be living a fabulous life. Like that's how I see myself when it comes to teaching. Like if the pandemic didn't happen, I would have definitely continued to sub, sub in different districts because I got to sub a lot of dance. To me, that's like my ideal type of position, like being a teaching artist, if you know kind of that structure of a job. But here I am and I love what I do. Um, But I have different goals for the way that I want to incorporate teaching dance in my life. But while I'm in this position, doing it full time, I'm giving it a set amount of time for this specific position so I can realize other goals. And so in order for me to do that, I set smaller goals that I can reach each school year so that I know that I'm on track by the time the deadline that I'm giving myself to fulfill my purpose in this position is up and one of those goals is to continue to develop myself professionally and develop my knowledge and my skill set as a teaching artist um because i do think being a teacher is a skill to be able to teach in multiple environments and get what you're teaching across to a professional or to a novice somebody who's very new And so I told myself, I just want to develop my skills as a dance educator. And so I've been taking courses, classes. Another part of that goal was going to go present more like at conferences and create more relationships within the dance community or with other teachers. And so now I've been presented with a lot of opportunities that just keep rolling in To go to conferences and present. I'll be in Houston starting tomorrow for the rest of the week. uh, Presenting at a conference. I was asked to do two different professional developments for our district dance educators. And I didn't, again, I didn't know what happened so soon. Now, these are things that, yes, I had to put my name in the hat to do. I had to apply for. Not the PDs for my district. I think they just knew I taught. Uh, West African dance, but I had to, I had to put myself out there in order to even be seen for the opportunity. And at first I was telling myself like the conference I'm going to tomorrow, I, I was nervous to apply because usually with our district, usually you don't go if you're a first year full time I'm second year but last year they didn't have it due to what was going on in the world so I feel like a first year teacher and so here I am going as someone very new to our district and putting my name in the hat to present and I got accepted and I've seen that happen multiple times over my um career just feeling like oh I don't know if I'm good enough or I don't know if I put in enough time because I still feel like a spring chicken when it comes to teaching and teaching dance and being in certain spaces like even teaching on the collegiate level I mean it took me until I want to say this past year to really feel like I belong in the position that I'm in and that's just in all honesty Like, I thought, oh, I got this job too easy. Um, I feel like I don't have enough experience. But it's like, look at the value that you're bringing, Whitley. Like, I had to tell myself that. Like, look at the value that you're bringing. Look how, you know, students enjoy seeing you in this position as well. Because you are somebody who's still pursuing your dreams, but also exposing them to theirs. And you're a woman of color, which has not, you know, been a case in this particular department. So, you know, I share all this to not sit here and brag on myself, but to just kind of share all the things that I'm thinking about because you may be in the same space. You may be holding yourself back from different opportunities that are really meant for you to step in because you don't feel qualified or you feel like you don't have enough experience Or somebody has told you no in that space, but there's a a window open just for you. Um, Or you feel like you're not ready yet or you feel like you can't move forward yet. And it sounds cliche, but really the only thing holding us back is usually us. Now, I'm not saying that certain things don't happen on a timeline i'm not saying that you know there's not that gestation period for certain dreams to manifest because sometimes we're not ready to walk in certain doors but sometimes if you're really being compelled towards a thing go for it like don't not put your name in the hat or put yourself out there or introduce yourself to that person or strike up a conversation or go mingle or go to that conference or publish that Article of yours because you think there are people who offer more value than you do And I know and I'm saying that because I have that bad of feeling like well, you know, it's older people They got more experience and it's like well, you got a fresh perspective. You're not them You know, you got something to offer in this space, too That's why you're passionate about it and even your passion speaks volumes to what you have to offer to this space So don't squander or miss out on the opportunity because you're counting yourself out before you even put yourself in the race. And that's a constant thing I'm telling myself. Like right now, even as I'm speaking, I have nerves just thinking about, you know, the rest of this week and going to go present in front of all of these educators from all around Texas, not just where I reside, but all over, I've seen the the roster and I'm just like, wow, presenting next to people who have done amazing things. is making me very, very nervous. But at the same time, I have to affirm myself that I belong here. I belong in this room. I belong in this space. I belong in this moment. And if I didn't, I wouldn't have gotten the opportunity. And I can... Just kind of look back, even when I was in undergrad, just receiving certain awards and being in certain positions and just not being able to fully embrace it because I was too busy doubting my worthiness of even being there or even being nominated or being crowned or being looked up to, like just not seeing myself. And I was talking to uh, one of my good girlfriends a couple of days ago. And I told her, you know, I'm on this journey where I'm trying to fall deeper in love with me every single day because I look back on pictures and I'm only getting older. (laughs) I look back on pictures and I'm like, dang, I was popping in. And I didn't I didn't see myself like I thought, you know, I was ugly. I thought I couldn't. My hair wasn't combed, you know, and I was telling her I was joking about it. I was like, man, I don't want to get older and be one of those women who doing all those things to continue to chase my youth. Like and I'm not saying youth is your most beautiful moments. But the point that I'm making is that I was looking back and remembering like in awe of myself looking back on certain moments or in awe of what I've done, but I can remember how I felt in that season of life or during that accomplishment that I didn't feel the awe that I'm feeling looking back on it. And I'm like, why is that? How can I allow my emotions and my presence to expand to really enjoy the moment in the season that I'm in? Like, I don't wanna live life to where I'm looking back five years from now back on this time like man I wish I would have appreciated that season of my life I would have I wish I would have appreciated my single season more where I could just sit here in a room on the floor and put this video up and ain't no kids coming in here knocking me upside my head you know needing things for me like I don't gotta check in with nobody even though that part of my life is gonna have its joys too like I don't want to miss out on this moment where You know, I'm still figuring out all the things with my finances. Like I'll drop money on a conference, on a certification to dip set and go out of town like it ain't nothing. Um, And I'll clear the bank out for that to pour into my education. Whereas if I was in a relationship, even though I know I will have a partner that supports what I'm doing, like some of that stuff may have to be on hold. If if collectively we can't agree on that or it just might have to wait a season or I can't just drop and do it. And people in their relationships who are probably listening to this can attest to that. Like you just can't up and make a decision that's going to affect your partner or your kids or your whole family. Like you can't just get up and say, I want to move. You can't just get up and spend a bulk of money and, you know, not have to account for it. And sometimes I stop and think about that, like, how can I enjoy and embrace the season I'm in? How can I appreciate the beauty that, that I have right now, physically, mentally, spiritually? How can I appreciate the environmental space that I'm in? You know, how can I appreciate just all aspects of this season? And to me, it's relevant to this conversation of just doing it because I think that when we hold ourselves back, like we talked about yesterday, procrastination or holding ourselves back from what we are being compelled to, I think it it innately limits our ability to really be present because if we're holding ourselves back, likely we're in our head and not in our body. Likely we're thinking so far In the future about what could go wrong or what could not go wrong or, you know, thinking about 10 different paths that if I make this decision, it's going to go this way. If I make this decision, it's going to go that way. If I don't make this decision and we end up just staying stuck and then looking back a year from now, like, man, I wish I would have made that decision. So, um, I don't know if I want to share this all away, but, um. I had to whatever what I'm about to do, I had to ask uh, for some recommendation letters and I've already got approved for all the people who said they would. And one of the people that I asked, she's a parent of one of my students and. I know she was on break. She's a teacher, too, so she just got back to me today and she was like, oh, my God, um Miss Green, of course, I will. She was like unfortunately, I attempted this journey two different times and never you know went through with it, never completed it, but she was like, "I see your tenacity, I see your you know your vibrance and your passion in this position in this field. She was like, "I would love to, and I wish you the best." And I just read it right before I um, came on here. And it's almost about to bring me to tears (laughs) thinking about it just because one, I'm very happy she's not one of those people who projected the experience that she had onto me because I think she's probably like two times my age, you know, she's, she's a black woman as well. And I'm happy that she didn't. Having her mind like, oh, because I didn't do it or because I didn't, you know, follow it through that, you know, I see what you're doing. You're not going to be able to accomplish it either. And even if she was thinking that behind closed doors, she gave me positive energy. And I just continue to aspire to be like that, too, whether, you know, to not project what I think somebody's path ought to be that's one but the second thing that um is moving me right now is just the fact that i told myself i was gonna do it like i just made a decision and it was scary to ask the people that i was asking it was it's scary to still think about the process and the journey that i'm trying to embark on and what that means for um my life, my experience, what that means for the direction I'm going to have to move in, what it means for the sacrifices I may have to make. Um, but I just did it. And even in, in what's, what's really crazy is that part of me feels very, very worthy to be in a space. I feel like, of course, like this is this is the next right step. But there's like a very small part of me that like, is always questioning can I really do this like am I tripping like am I like what are you doing what are you doing and I don't think I'm trying to get rid of that voice anymore because I'm happy that that voice is not as loud as it used to be like I feel a lot more worthy than not worthy I feel a lot more confident than not confident at the same time, there is that still voice that you know it's just like it's a it's a new room it's a new space it's um it's it's a new path that I haven't walked, and I think with anything from the unknown <laughs> it it just it comes with its own set of um butterflies and anxiety and sometimes doubt and fear and wonder of what this is going to bring or what this is going to require because you don't really know and can I be as successful as I can imagine in my mind and sometimes I'll be honest I don't even let my mind imagine how big I want to go I just like just focus on the next right things I don't want to overwhelm myself but again, I'm sharing this because whatever season you're in, whether you want to try out for something, audition for something, whether you want to apply somewhere, whether you want to move, whether you want to get in a relationship, whether you contemplate and leave a relationship, whether you want to pick up some new friends, drop the old one, like whatever it is, whatever it is, you feel like. You're in a season where you have to make some choices or you want to put yourself out there. You want to brand yourself. You want to share your work. You want to create some new content. You want to show people what you've been working on. You want to tell people what you think. You want to share how you feel about something like all of those new endeavors are scary and you're not going to have it figured out a lot of it you are going to have to sift and kind of feel in the dark and and just go with that next right step. Sometimes you're going to do it while you're scared. Sometimes you're going to do it without all the information. Sometimes you're going to do it and you feel like you've planned and there's still not enough <laughs> information. I feel like that all the time. Like I'm like, I got everything on my calendar and I still feel like... It's it's almost like a sense of being so prepared, but I still feel a bit unprepared. Like, like with me teaching at this conference, I feel like, Whitley, you teach this stuff all the time. Like, this is going to be great, but there's still like a huge part of me of like, I don't know what I'm doing. And and that's just because the platform is new. The people will be new. The uh, the actual environment and the space in which I'm doing the level in which I'm doing it is new. Like I'm new to teaching educators. How to teach. I teach, you know, I teach kids and students um, of all ages all day or even, you know, I've taught adults, but just in the capacity of like teaching them what I share and what I have like, but to go in a room of other experts who are in the same field doing the same thing that that is just you can't see me if you're listening on Spotify you can't see me on camera but I'm like that just creates this this whole another level of um pressure and I'm putting the pressure on myself you know um but again I'm just sharing this because I want you to be encouraged in your journey to just go for it like That unknown is normal, it's natural, but it's also exciting because when you get on the other side of that and you do the thing and whether you do as well as you expected or not, like you're going to still look at that moment like I did it. At least I went for it. At least I gave it a hundred percent and I've created the model for myself like I rather look foolish trying and giving a hundred percent to something that probably doesn't work out how I expected, then going halfway or not going at all and always looking back like I wish I would have did my best with that and saw what would happen or I wish I would have just tried and saw what happened you know I don't ever want to feel like that like I don't have many regrets in life but I feel like that has always been a, a thing of mine. Like if I'm being compelled towards something and I can't get off my mind, I'ma do it. I'ma apply. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna try to walk in the door because I I'm a strong believer and I'm being led in that direction for a purpose. And it's always been that way since I was even when I wanted to do dance major. It worked out for that way. I feel compelled to try out for teams that I didn't make you know, and then it led me to the next right thing, you know, I've done this when I was one, was the first valedictorian student speaker at NYU from dance education program, you know, that was something that I felt like, oh, I'm not gonna, you know, put my name in the hat for that, like, and my professor was like, she, she was like, you're it, and I was like, okay, I can do this, like, I'm going to go in there. I can do this, you know, and I've just seen myself do those things. And again, sometimes they didn't work out. Sometimes it it failed miserably, um, or at least from what I expected from myself. And then other times it's like, what? Like y'all really feeling the kid? (laughs) So, um, And I'm just a type, like, I don't want to look back and have regrets. I remember when I was um, contemplating auditioning for a dance major when I was an undergrad, because I came in as a canise major because the audition is ballet and modern. And I kept reading the website. I was reading that website every day, like the words were going to change. And it was one of uh, my friends at the time, uh, Jessica Stewart, She was a phenomenal dancer. She was on this dance team. I was on definition dance uh, at our school. And she was a dance major at the time as well. And she was like, you learn fast. Like, just go for it. She was the second person that told me, just go for it. So here I am on a treadmill and lifting weights, not knowing how to get prepared for a ballet audition. But I was in the gym getting it. And I remember auditioning and... I I was surprised I got in. I remember getting a letter like, what? They actually accepted me. I feel like I bombed that audition, but they let me in, and I feel like to this day, it was one of the best decisions I could have made. Now, I'll, you'll probably hear me over time say that about a few things, but The reason I say it about that experience is because I doubted myself so much because I didn't come from a strong dance background. Like my dance teachers were Sierra, Paula Abdul, Missy Elliott, and Michael Jackson videos. Like I didn't have a traditional studio, technically classically trained background. So I didn't, you know, I just didn't feel qualified or prepared. And that has been a huge struggle of mine just In my career in general, just not feeling qualified in spaces of dance because of that. But I think it's because of my background and because of what I've endured and what I've continued to pursue that makes me even more worthy to be in this position. And I don't know what your story is. I don't know what you're being led to do, what you're called to do, what God has on your heart to um, to pursue. But you do. And my hope for you is that you're not holding yourself back. You're not holding your message back. You're not holding your gift back. You're not holding people. You're not holding somebody else's dreams hostage because you're not walking in yours. So that's what I have for y'all tonight. I love you so much. Um, I'm thinking about you again. Just do it just do it you won't have all the information but just do it and i'll see y'all on the next one